Welcome to My Leap of Faith podcast. I'm going to take you on my journey of living a life that felt completely inauthentic and unfulfilling to discovering myself through the help of healers, crystals, psychedelics, plant medicines, and learning to trust my own intuition. I'm continuing to let go and leap every day to find deeper clarity into my own gifts and what my soul's purpose is in this lifetime, and I want to bring you along for the ride. She told me as I woke from walking asleep on the lower at night she saw your feet are heavy, your feet stand deeper, deeper than you know, farther than you go, this wild mother. She told me one morning, right, child, you've got to run on my back, farther than you've ever gone before, deeper than you've ever known before, right. Hi everyone, welcome back. Today we're going to be talking about a beautiful synchronicity that happened for me last week. As you guys have known, I have had some kind of rough awakenings to teachers that I possibly could go to for the matrix and um, and I have shared all of that with you. And this past week, I had a beautiful synchronicity happen with one of my teachers that I've been working with since October of 2020, um, Puma Freddy Giuseppe um, Singona. He's a shaman out of Peru, and I have been taking courses with him since October. And our last course was um, this past week. And, um, let's see, (laughs) basically the whole, uh, course, the whole week episode, or I don't know, I guess, yeah, instructions of this last week were about ley lines and how we can connect to them and create them. And I mean, right away, I'm just like, what? (laughs) Because the, you know, I think I, as you guys know, I know it's real because I see it, but I have this desire, the human part of me <laughs> has this desire to have something to be verified, right? And I did get the verification um, through Mateus Stefano, and I know that he knows about them, and that was really helpful for me to feel like, okay, it's real. But this week, um, hearing the teachings of my my teacher, it uh just, you know what it is, is it really, it's very sometimes few and far between that we are able to get confirmation on the intuitions that we have or the, the downloads or the insights or the things. And when they do happen, it's like, I guess it just helps you dig in deeper and trust that, that, that thread, that, that connection that you have to yourself and for me, not that I question the, the downloads, because I mean, why? I know they're not me. I mean, I feel like they're bigger than me. And I mean, my mind, my ego wouldn't be able to make them up. So, um, but so this week, our our last course with um, Puma was all about the different, la- or well, how to create the sacred altars for the ley lines. So essentially, he's he first explained, and I'm going to share with you guys first, I'm going to say in the beginning, 
in the link uh, below in the in the podcast and in on YouTube, I'm going to ha- share a Dropbox folder so that you can actually learn this directly from him and how he does this um, ceremony and how he creates these sacred altars. Because I now know that we are here, as you guys know, <laughs> we all are here to be a part of this new energy ley lines, right? And it's funny because even though I I never had heard this from his mouth, my first um, shaman teacher had taught us how to do earth altars. And that is what I do when I go to the cliffs. I have this whole year been creating earth altars. And essentially, you know, it, it varies from um, time to time how I will set them up and, and what offerings I will bring to them. But essentially, uh, with what Puma shared with us this week, is there are two types of altars that you can create that actually are part of this um, uh way to bring the ley lines uh, energy to you and to the community. So the first one is called the Nawi, and that's the, the sacred feminine altar. And essentially you use between four and seven stones. He said stones, but I actually obviously I use crystals because I have a local mine that I'm able to get raw crystals from. And he said you use um, four to seven and you create uh, them in a circle. So if you're using four, you would hold one per direction. And if you're doing seven, you would create a circle. And in that circle, you're basically programming energy for your family, your community, the people that are in your life. And and what happens in that vortex that's created is that the energy waves ripple out from that place where you're creating that energy. So for me, this has looked like, um, you know, it's where I bring all my energy. It's where I go to meditate. I, I clear myself. Sometimes I do hape. And I center myself and I pull the energy down through my body. And then I'm sending out like energy in a positive way, depending on what's happening in that week. Like I will tune into whatever processes are needed for not just me and and my life, but like the people that are extended through my life. And, And even in sometimes globally and sometimes just in our in my country and I will share energy from that heart space to help make this process or this these times flow easier. And sometimes I even put in this energy of help the people that aren't able to accept these energies right now to help them receive them easier, to help them go easier on themselves through these times. And so yeah, so it's been a full year of me creating what Puma calls the Nawi altars. And it was um, in October that after doing this consistently for, I guess at that point it had been maybe four or five months is when I started seeing the matrix. And um, yeah, <laughs> so then he also explains that there's another se- second type of altar, which is the sacred feminine, which is called the apucheta. And instead of creating the circle, which creates the vortex energy, you you um, put four rocks, again, holding the directions, touching in, one, in the center, and then you build three, you put three 
more rocks on top of it. So it all, it looks like a vertical altar, right? And I'm, I mean, you probably have seen other people stacking stones in different nature reserves or like hikes. A lot of people do this, but essentially the apuchetta is the vertical, um, presence that is more precise and what you're supposed to do with that one is pull in the energy from the sacred sites that you're connected to so for example um my i we call them apus and um i have uh giza is one of mine and sedona is another and mount shasta is another and then there's another one in bali that's called um, bora Bodora. But, but yeah, something like that. <laughs> and I pull those in when I open sacred space, I'm always calling them in in that space. And what happens is that when you're when you call in the energies of sacred sites, it's energy, right? So you're bringing that consciousness to your location. And then as if you are creating this energy, uh, these this holder for the energy to pull towards so in this in this altar in this apacheta you're pulling literally the lines of those energies from these sacred sites to that location and then puma said and then you want to call in your exact address like where you live because you want to essentially pull the the energy from these sacred sites and then also give it to you, give it to your family, bring like you want to tie the most the things that are most important to you to that energy center and that that new ley line that you're creating. And this is the part I did not know. And I, I even though I pull in the apus and I have always I always create this space, I had always been doing the feminine, the feminine altar. But he goes into a story, which, again, I'll share the video with you guys in the link below. But he goes into a story that some locations actually can't handle or don't want more masculine energy there. So I find that really interesting because what I feel, because actually now I can see the ley lines, is that where I go to meditate on the cliffs, it must have needed sacred feminine energy. Because never once have I stacked the rocks. I always created the circle. And now I know that for me and for that area, and again, this is just this one area of the earth, right? It needed the sacred feminine. So his um, his advice is that we are always doing these these altars in nature, in parks, in anywhere that you feel called to, and kind of like what I talked about of where you're supposed to meditate and, and bury the crystal, same thing. Wherever you feel this draw to pull in energy, that's that's where these new ley lines are needed, right? So he he talks about how he's like gone on tracks in the United States and I mean, probably all over the world and literally spends days creating these altars um, to pull energy to those areas. And he goes into this beautiful story about how he was um, at Mount Washington and he was building the the sacred feminine, the apuchetta, and one of the security guards came over and actually made him take it down. And in in his processing, he realized like actually it probably is that it's everything is, is exactly as it is supposed to be. So that mountain didn't want the sacred feminine or sacred masculine there. And it's being okay with the process of how it unfolds and being okay with what that 
what the the signs are, right? Like for me, like looking back over this past year and me only creating the sacred feminine altar makes me now know if obviously the, the sacred masculine wasn't being called in in that location. But now I know when I am like out in other places in nature that I can create both because essentially we are trying to balance both. We want the masculine and the feminine. We want to be able to have healthy um, how do you say like healthy energy ties to both, right? So <laughs> then, so there's so many, many people in this class and I never have raised my hand, but this day I was just so overjoyed with having him um, reflect all of this information to the group. And so of course I raised my hand on Zoom and I and I got selected. And so I'm also going to share below the video of me talking to him and explaining to him about how I had the message to bury the crystal and meditate on the crystal in front of the altar. And he's like, yes. And it, it like, you know, for me, I, I know that like me, the human really, really I don't know, craves that confirmation in some way, which I, I know it's not needed, but it's still lovely to have. And like seeing a teacher who I respect and, and actually has been doing this work since he was seven years old and, um, you know, and was taught in a very traditional way from his grand, great grandfather. I don't, I feel like all of these things and all of these synchronicities happen for a reason, you know, like I know that my mind would never have been able to make up this matrix and make up the, that we are part of that matrix, right? But this is just the next step in grounding your energy and understanding how we create these new ley lines. And I, I just, I feel so deeply just in gratitude because at the end of the day, we can only put out and, and do the, the practices that we feel called to do, right? But at the same time, I, I believe that energy meets energy. And by me not questioning things and just sharing them and saying, look, this is what I, this is the message. This is the download. This is the thing. And I shared it, that particular one right away, right? Because I felt like, oh, this this feels real big <laughs> and this feels like it's real. And then, I, then my mind, my monkey mind went on the, the path of trying to get confirmation on it. And I just want, want you guys to know that these things are happening for a reason and these energies are, are needed at this time. And the fact that everybody listening and tuning in to this vibration and feeling it through, through my heart center, you are in different locations for a reason. <laughs> like we all are exactly where we're supposed to be because we're here to create that energy in your location and in my location and all over the world, because this is the message of what needs to happen. We are those portals. We are creating those new ley lines. And to, to understand that this practice has gone back thousands and thousands of years. And, and he even talks in one of the videos that I'm sharing, he talks about how 
you'll, you'll see he's actually in Peru on the, in the mountains as he's giving this, um, this class. And he talks about the powerful ley lines that he's actually sitting on in that moment, but they still create these altars because the energies are shifting, right? And you want to pull in all of the energies that are currently created on this, this planet, this earth, and you, you, energy is not a physical thing. So you can literally pull in the, the pyramids of Giza, which I do every day, because I know that I receive that energy when I pull it towards myself. And, and the way that feels in my body is like, as I, uh, for me, the Apu Giza is in the East in my, when I call in my sacred circle. And I wait until I feel that energy. I had, it feels like a, like a little bit of a zing. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe. It feels like you feel the flush of that energy come in. And I wait until I feel it come to me. And then I move on to the next direction and call in the next um, sacred site. So when I, when I say this to you, I want you to connect with the, the sacred sites that feel the, the most um, closest to your heart. For me, I have, I, I had um, gotten this sacred site oracle deck. So um, I, I actually pulled the ones that that I call in from my deck. I I didn't choose them myself. Um, and I mean, there's one that I I haven't been to, and one or actually I haven't been to Giza either. But I always have felt like yes, that is like a connection point. <laughs> but the one in Bali, I can't even say it properly. But I and I have thought many times, is this really one that's for me? And I, again, always say to my mind, like, stop, stop, like, stop trying to make sense of something, just to allow that energy to flow. Because when I call it in, I feel it. And that's enough. So what I what I really um, want you guys to take from this and these teachings from Puma are, we have the power to call forward the energies that we need in order to amplify these new ley lines. And that that is why this message came forward last week. That is why the connection is happening because we take the piece that I got as the download and we now are tying it to these altars, which I have always been creating the altars and I haven't spoken about them, I, I don't think in detail. Because for me, I didn't really, I mean, I knew it was very important and I knew I was creating sacred space, but I didn't realize that in creating that altar, you're creating a vortex for that energy to come to you. And now I know that. <laughs> so I wish you guys the very best in, in this practice. And I, I can't uh, stress enough the importance of you guys to view the videos from Puma himself because there's something about his energy that really, how do I explain, is just so tied to an ancient tradition. And his he's just the most gracious and like oozing of love energy that I probably have ever experienced. So for me, I love I love getting his teachings. Um, so I want you guys to be tied into that energy to understand where you start from because all of these altars 
are whatever you put in it is what you're amplifying, right? So you want to go into all of these things with the most gratitude and openness and (sighs) joy. Like, for example, the the Nawi, he said um, he programmed health, joy, happiness, um, like easing us through this process of change, because as you guys know, the change is amongst us. And you can either sail through it and almost like from a bird's eye view, or you can be down in the weeds in it and and really struggle through it. And when you create these altars, the hope and, and what I program is for that it for it to become and be as easy as possible for everyone. And in a way, I feel like that helps to balance the energy, right? Like it helps to include everyone, first of all, not saying like, I'm only selecting the people that I know. No, I'm selecting everyone and understanding that we all are coming to this moment from our own perspectives, right? But that shouldn't exclude anyone. And for me, I believe that in order for us to to move through this and, and have this dimensional shift, it takes everyone. And do you want to have be in, well, I don't think we will be in this new, new place in this such a divide. So my hope is that by bringing these energies together, the, the divisiveness, um, things that are happening slowly start to come back together. So I really, really wish that you have an amazing time doing this practice. And, um, I would love to hear your experiences and see any photos that you have. So let me know, tag me in them and understand that this is a process that from what I understand, that's why the matrix showed up for me. I know that, I mean, you know, it's, I think it was four to five months I was doing it before now I see it. Right. I believe that we all can see it. I think if you're calling that energy in, like I would say I do it, especially in the beginning, if not once a week, two or three times a week, you cannot help but then see what you're doing. And and I believe that because I, I've told you guys I am not clairvoyant. I don't have visions um, in my daily life. Uh, but the veils are becoming so thin that I believe that if you are concentrating that energy in one location, it you can't help but adjust to what's happening. And so... Yeah, I think that this is what what's the next step. And I feel like we are all meant to see what's happening. Because if you're listening to this, it means that you are meant to know about it and know how to be a, a part of the creation versus like letting things happen. You know, I think even when I think about myself and how this whole path has unfolded for me, you know, (laughs) it definitely didn't come from my mind space. I was all about following the intuition and following the signs. And that's what led me to understanding energy and feeling energy. And I know that if you like when you're sitting there in the meditation and you call in these sacred sites, pause and let yourself experience them coming to you. Because once you allow that, that feeling, let the mind go. And once you allow the feeling you, there's no way that you can deny it. There is something that is 
so powerful when you clear your thoughts and you specifically focus on a sacred site. Um, Puma calls them Apus. That's why I call it Apu. Um, You're literally, yeah, you're drawing in that intention, that energy into your vessel. And then from there, like I said, if we ground that energy and pull it back up and then radiate it out of our heart space, I mean, imagine how powerful that is. It's not just, it's not you anymore. It's you connected to this amplified sacred sites. And that is what is a ley line. (laughs) So I wish you guys the best. And I, I really hope that you have an amazing time doing it. Away from the thing, can it won't stop till I let it, let it.